Let me just summon myself. <sighs> Welcome back to New Rock Stars. It's a new year. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. My headphone fell out of my ear. It's a new MCU. We've got lots of exciting new projects coming in from Marvel this year. Maybe something uh, about a huskier gentleman who can move so fast, but knocks things over in the grocery store. I don't know, just pitch in here. That means it's time to make some bold predictions that will make us look ridiculous months later, and I'm sure maybe even days later. And God, I know you'll let us know in the comments. You guys are so good at keeping us in check and very bad at complimenting. I guarantee myself that Daredevil is going to appear in the new CW Nancy Drew adaptation. That's my, you can put a Tommy guarantee on it. A little Tommy stamp. This is Rogue Theory, the show where we pitch the wildest theories for the nerdy titles that we love. My name is Thomas Michael Bechtold, and I'm a Catholic man, a man of great faith. Today, going rogue with me is the prognosticator of the powerful, the love of my life, my queen, my muse, the subject of all of my erotic fan fiction, Jessica Clemens! Hey. Hi, Jessica. I'm very uh, excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wee. Uh, just fan fiction. It's not erotic. It's a coloring book, basically. It's just us holding hands in a, on a rainbow. Uh, also, the host of the Mass Effect Adventum podcast, the subject of all of my erotic fan fiction, and the soothsayer of superheroes, it's Matt Hasavedo. Hello, oh, Matt. How are you? I'm doing great. Tom, you're infectious, man. You're like a reverse Goku spirit bomb. Like, you're giving me energy. You know? Yeah. I'm like, wow. Oh, wait. All right. Let's well, do this you thing. Know, let's get it going. You know, it's... Uh, so Thursday, let's let's treat these Thursdays like Fridays, guys. It's just Friday Junior. And finally, the omnipotent oracle of overpowered beings and the subject of all of my erotic fiction. It's Erica Wusu. Eric, I've missed you so much. Welcome back. I miss you too, Tommy. I love that oh. you've presented by the ghost of Ric Flair for this episode. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> I did drink a Coke Zero beforehand, uh, and I did what? have two Diet Cokes at lunch. So That'll do perhaps the, this is just the caffeine talking, or I'm just excited because we have such a great panel today and Eric Voss ain't here to tell us no. He's not in the office. We can do whatever we want. I can play with all the action figures. These earbuds I got from 7-Eleven can keep falling out of my ears. <laughs> uh, anyway, they're not, they're not an official sponsor because these earbuds suck. Let's talk Spider-Man, guys. Spider-Man No Way Home was full of cameos and special appearances. But our first big one came from the man without fear. But when will we see him next? That leads us to today's first topic, Daredevil's next appearance. After appearing early in a Spider-Man No Way Home, very early, so early I had just finished my last pretzel bite, shout out to MT, uh, as the legal counsel to Peter Parker and Happy Hogan, Charlie Cox, Matt Murdock now joins the MCU as an already agile Daredevil vigilante hiding his powers with new reports the writers that worked on the Netflix Daredevil and Punisher series are joining the staff of the Echo spinoff series. Where can we expect to see Daredevil next? Is it going to be an Echo, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, as my, I may have mentioned Nancy Drew already? What do you guys think? You say Nancy Drew? That's right, Nancy Drew. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah, the okay. CW remake. Yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad, my yeah. bad for being ignorant. Uh, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know uh, I do think I think that uh, you know off the bat, I do think that Daredevil is going to appear in, in uh, She-Hulk. I think that will be the first appearance of Daredevil. I don't know if he's going to have a significant role in She-Hulk, uh, but I definitely think we're going to be seeing him more in in like the Disney Plus TV series. I think that's going to be the intro for him. You know, we're dealing with lawyers. Clearly, you know, we know Jennifer. It deals with uh, repping superheroes as well. Uh, we saw that Matt 
Uh, also in Spider-Man No Way Home. This is great that we could talk about this, by the way. In No Way Home, he shows up uh, and he's repping Peter Parker. You know, uh, so they're gonna collide at some point. Maybe, maybe they're even like working together. That'd be pretty cool. But uh, I definitely think their paths will cross originally there for sure. I I love that. Now you, they are both attorneys, as you said. Do you think uh, they'll be they'll, they'll be taking on a very specific high profile client, or do you have do you want to speculate or prognosticate on uh, are they, will they be co counsel or will they be against each other? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, um, you know, I kind of think that they might be against each other at first. Mm, yes. I, I I don't know why, but I have a feeling that. She-Hulk is going to be the intro to Inhumans again, like the reintroduction to re- yeah, Inhumans. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, and maybe there's like, people are going crazy because of these Inhumans and like, ah, you know, it's like, wow, we, they can't be running the streets. So maybe like, you know, she's defending like someone with Inhuman powers or something. Mm. And, uh, and Matt Murdock like helps her out with that. Uh, I, to I be specific, yeah. I can't think of anything off the top. Inhumans is. It. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't mean to cut you off. I'm just saying that when Tommy hosts, specifics are at a minimum. Okay, guys. <laughs> I don't Inhumans like... is like uh, yeah. that's how that's like I never got touched Inhumans. I'm big X Men. Inhumans, I never really got like into. Yeah, so that's okay. That's all right. You know what? Inhumans, I only know from that uh, Hulu show that ran like eight episodes. Yeah, and had the guy who played um, uh, Roose Bolton's son, right? That guy he was in it. We all remember that. Is that the specifics you're looking for, folks? <laughs> Moving along. Who's got another theory? <laughs> Moving along. I have one, Tommy. All right. Um, I have one, Mr. Bechtold. Uh, I also agree. <laughs> oh, my God. That's in my writings. <laughs> this is, I, <laughs> it's one called Substitute Teacher. Uh, I should, I'll send you the I'll Send, send, you the me, send me the rough draft. I'll edit it's it. It's still just a coloring book, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Okay. Matt, I agree with Matt. I agree with Matt, especially for next appearances, because I do think She-Hulk is going to come before my theory of uh, seeing Charlie Cox in um, in Echo. So um, since we already saw them in Spider-Man, I think the next place, since we have, we're getting into like some law stuff, I think Echo is going to have the next one that's going to be like very high in law other than She-Hulk, where it's going to be like, hey... You did a lot of illegal stuff. And also we had um, her merged, Echo merged with Vincent D'Onofrio. So I think all of that like gang violence stuff is going to cross paths with Charlie Cox. And it's going to be like, I'm on your side and here is why. But we need to find a way to get you off of all these charges. So I think that would be a next time we would see them. But I do think ultimately like She-Hulk would be just a great appearance because of the two battling it out. Uh, and I do think that one comes before Echo does, but if Echo did come first, I then I think it's Echo. Then I think it's Echo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a situation of release dates here. Mm-hmm. I think oh, so. Right. Yeah. And, For and, next and, you know, Jessica, I I have to say I I I prefer when the superheroes put their powers away and take it to the courts and settle it in the courts like you know dignified human beings let's get litigious instead of super powered is what i is what i always say uh eric what do you got for us well i'm gonna come with the roguest of the rogue theories today okay, all right also because matt and jessica said both of my two first welcome to my world eric. Every time I say this show we need to go back to yeah. emailing what our theories are beforehand so we yeah. don't want to be taking yeah. other people. Now nah, I won't have the improv. My yeah, 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 yeah. Here's how I'm a wow, y'all. I don't think 
Charlie Cox's Daredevil is going to pop up in Echo or She-Hawk. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to wow. pop up first and foremost in Moon Knight. I think he's going to pop oh. up in Moon Knight because okay. they're yes. both kind of street level uh, Marvel characters. They're not mm. big magic or interstellar type of characters. I think they're going to uh, meet up there or Charlie Cox's Daredevil is going to show up there. Also, they're two superheroes of the night. Uh, I think that'll play a good part of it. Daredevil well, does most of his stuff at night. He don't need to see in the night, in the day anyway. And also, uh, Moon Knight, his character has a dissociative disorder. So mm, he is yeah. different people. So I think something might happen where he gets in trouble with the law as his you know, regular secret identity self and Charlie Cox's Daredevil. I don't know why I keep introducing him as Charlie Cox's Daredevil. But I'm well, because I can. Daredevil, played yeah. by Charlie There Cox. is only one. Yeah, yeah, I need to stop saying that too. The formality. We got to keep that formality. That's right. With a, with a multi-dimensional uh, uh, cameo by Daredevil, played by Ben Affleck. Uh, of uh, course. Yes. <laughs> no, Charlie Cox's Daredevil will pop up and have to defend Moon Knight in court because, you know, his secret identity will be wilding out. He'll have to defend with all the dissociative uh, disorder characters. And then that's how we'll see Daredevil, first and foremost, next in the MCU. I oh. I could see that. I was also going to say that in Moon Knight, and uh, please don't come for me. I read Moon Knight so long ago, and I was just like, he's kind of a brat. Um, but oh, yes. <laughs> that's, that's why I didn't go further with it that much. But mm-hmm. because there's so much uh, in the original ones that I read, they were stealing. There's just so much artifact stealing and a lot of stuff doing with museums mm. and a lot of rich people business. It was all rich yes. people going at it together. He's basically a Bruce Wayne type. Yes. So I think him yes. mixing with Charlie Cox being invited to like a party because, you know, there's going to be a scene mm-hmm. where there's going to be a giant like a charity banquet at a museum, just like there was in Hawkeye, mm-hmm. just like there is in all of them. And there's going to be an auction and Charlie Cox is going to be sitting there like, what's going to happen? <laughs> What's gonna happen? I can't wait to see. That's a great point. And I do, I I do think that like at the end to add on to this theory, which is such a fun theory. I think that the the you know the head of it all will be Kingpin. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think he's gonna go for mayor. Like he's currently he's mayor in the comic books, a very corrupt Mm -hmm. mayor. Uh, We're dealing with him the 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 fallout of that right now in the comics. But I think that we're gonna get Mayor Fisk. He's gonna use the blind stuff. Uh, He's to his advantage. He's going to you know, get these artifacts and manipulate people to do that. So maybe it's like, this is just like a giant game of chess for maybe yeah. a future Daredevil series that's building up just like some ultimate climax between uh, Charlie Cox as Daredevil and uh, uh, Kingpin. Vincent, I love Vincent these. Love Kingpin. You got to keep it grounded, especially with like superheroes. Yeah. Uh, well, what, what Tommy said earlier about like, I'm tired of all the superpowers, willy nilly, doo doo, caca. Like you need to keep that shit grounded sometimes. These movies are too loud. They what? need to be whispered quiet <laughs> in the courtroom. Whatever happened to prisons? I complain about something being too loud. Well, it's like I always say, guys. Rich people get their business done in three places: the golf course, uh-huh. the courtroom, mm-hmm. and and crooked auctions in museums. Okay, so that's <laughs> yes. I think yeah. everybody's theory is good. Yeah. I gotta roll my rolling chair back for one second so we can award some points. Hang on. I also, think you forgot games, the next games. I guess. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! This week, I'm not in charge of doling out the points for rogue theory. This week, WWE Hall of Famer Shawn Michaels Ooh. will be giving out sweet chin musics. For all the theories that he likes, so let's get him in position. He's tuning up the band, as they say, as uh, JR, good old JR used to say. And uh, Matt, for your uh, for your introduction of uh, the Inhumans back into the MCU, and maybe done with that Fihe 
Golden Touch. I'm going to give you two Sweet Chin Musics. Boom! Boom! All right. And Jessica, for your, you know, kind of just taking Matt's theory and making it a little bit your own and, you know, adding and then adding a couple of new addendums to it. But, you know, basically just massaging a... Oh, you 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 re you rebooted Matt's theory, much like the Inhumans rebooted. I'm gonna give you one sweet chin music, Bang! Sean Michaels and Eric for just you know pivoting on the fly and 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 bringing in a a a rogue theory out of left field. I'm gonna give you two sweet chin musics, but one is to a stick a finger figure Marty Jannetty through Brutus the Barber Beefcake's uh, barbershop window. So the most famous sweet chin music of all time. So let's keep track of those guys. Those are very official points that will count towards a major prize at the end of this episode. I'm counting on now, them. That's right. So everyone, please keep track. Up next, we're going to discuss which new series will have the biggest impact on the uh, next year. But first, time for a little plugs, okay? Here is some crazy news. You can see me, Jessica Clement, Eric Voss, Philip K. Molina in person. And live in the city of dreams, the city of stars. I call it L.A. East, L.A. Center, L.A. Midwest, Chicago, baby, Chicago. <laughs> On February 11th, so close to Valentine's Day, but no kissing because of that cron cron. New Rockstars is doing a cool live show with our friends at Rooster Teeth Podcast and the Face Jam Podcast at the, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Talia Hall, Thalia Hall. It's one of the two. Remember the singer, Talia? As part of the very normal podcast tour. That's right. We're going on tour, baby. Will I play guitar? No, because I don't play an instrument. Check the link in the video's description or New Rockstar's social media accounts for ticket info. That's right. You can see me, Jessica, Eric and Philip live in person, show up in one of the New Rockstar's WandaVision or Far From Home shirts, and I will point at you from at least six feet away and say, cool shirt. My dad's somewhere in this city. Will you help me find him? All right, guys. Lord. I'd love to meet him. Love to meet him. This is my year. Folks, I want to talk to you about a little company that's helped me for sure. What would you do if you didn't have a high interest loan or credit card debt? Would you move to a new city? Buy a new car? Finish that Yondu cosplay you've been dreaming of? Well, through Upstart, you can pay off your existing debt quickly with a personal loan so you can tackle your next big financial goal. For me, it's building a life-size Thanos that I can hug and hold in bed, okay? And he's going to have the ass. He's going to have the Thanos cheeks because that's what I'm going to hold on to at night. All right? Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal experiences, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. And that's nice. It's nice when things pay off, especially when it's debt. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score. So rather than just looking at that, Upstart mo Upstart's model considers factors like your income, employment, and other info provided in your loan application to find you a smarter rate. Sick of those dumb rates that can barely pass their algebra class? Get you a smart rate. Check out your rate without impacting your credit score in just five minutes. For loans between $1,000 to $50,000, that's like winning a game show for crying out loud. Receive funds. As fast as one business day after accepting your loan, find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash rogue. That's upstart.com slash rogue. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. 
Go to upstart.com slash rogue. One of my favorite things to do is buy illegal worms on the black market and send them to my enemies. But when I buy those worms, I don't want Uncle Sam snooping around and taxing me on my revenge worms. You might not know this, but Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Watching Netflix without using ExpressVPN is like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use a treadmill. Who wants that? Who's ever done that? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations, so you can get those worms from wherever you want. Say you're in France buying those worms. Maybe the Cayman Islands, where they're not going to tax you too much, huh? A little offshore worm buying. So, you can gain access to thousands of new movies and shows. This works with other streaming services like BBC iPlayer, YouTube, and more. Personally, I sometimes feel like I've watched all of Netflix, and it's really nice to be able to click a few buttons. Boom! I have a whole new Netflix to watch. Open the app, select the location, Tap one button to connect, refresh the page to access the geo-restricted show you watched. <clears throat> ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely and buy all those little creepy crawly worms and send them to the kid who used to bully you on the bus and sing songs into your ear and rip your underwear. Now you can send them poison worms from Ecuador if you want. No one will ever know! Thank you, ExpressVPN. So, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash rogue. Don't forget to use our link at expressvpn.com slash rogue to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Along with all the films coming out next year, Marvel is rolling out a slate of new series on Disney+. Plus. Which one will stand above the rest? That's our second topic for today, friends. Moon Knight vs. She-Hulk vs. Ms. Marvel vs. I Am Groot vs. Secret Invasion vs. The Heartbreak Kid this weekend only at the Pontiac Silverdome. Who will have the biggest MCU impact? Rumors from the set of Moon Knight suggest the show may be undergoing a few days of reshoots. But as we look ahead in 2022 in Marvel Disney+, Plus, which of these series will have the biggest impact on the MCU as a whole? Looking back at 2021, the roles seem to either be WandaVision or Loki. Which of the upcoming storylines will have the biggest reach all around. The biggest reach around. Uh, well, I mean, I'll Which have the have biggest reach around. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to we'll go first? Case this year. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> you can go first, Wuwu, so to. I don't steal your uh, idea. Okay. Yeah. All right, from, from my... Uh, right oh, from Jessica's my still a little mad about the last one. <laughs> oh, Jessica, oh, oh, I'm not salty about it. I'm not salty about it. Until the heartbreak uh, kid, no, I'm going to no shove regrets. my fist up his ass. <laughs> yeah, brother. <laughs> okay, right. so I think the upcoming uh, MCU show that will have the most impact is mm. Agatha House of Harkness. Ooh. I think this because at the end of Spider-Man uh, Far From... Nope, No Way Home. That's the one that just came out. Uh, mm. We had that clip of Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. And in a quick blink of it, we saw the back star jacket of one America Chavez. So I think that's going to be her introduction to the MCU for sure. Mm. And that movie's coming out next, I believe, sometime early in 2022. Mm. So uh, it'll be her dealing with Doctor Strange, the multiverse, and a bunch of magic stuff. We saw the dark mm. version of Doctor Strange in that trailer cut up. So I think we'll see a lot of America Chavez in her universe, uh, jumping skills and powers mixed in with magic and a whole bunch of introductions and stuff. But I think... She will be in Agatha House of Harkness. 
and will introduce us not only to new universes and new characters, but also a lot of the young Avengers characters that have been kind of teed up. Um, we got uh, uh, the, the teenage boy who's going to be the new kind of young Captain America in the, the Winter Soldier and Falcon show. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got other people who've been teed up and teased. We've got uh, Miss Marvel coming up. So I think it'll be an introduction to, to magic in a new way that we haven't seen yet in the MCU. America Chavez, also known as Miss America, and also Young Justice. Sorry, not Young Justice. Wrong cinematic universe. Uh, Young Avengers. <laughs> and it might be an introduction to mutants, I think. Mm. Yeah. Coming in oh. with Miss America. Wow. And like a reverse Wanda, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, mutants, right? Yes, more yeah. mutants. So, yes. so that, that'll be a, Yes, more mutants. Yes. And I think Boss. Who's all mutants? Yeah, yeah, I think Boss may have said this in, a, in another video, but. Yeah. Uh, the name Agatha House of Harkness might be a kind of nod to the House of M. So an introduction to mutants this way through House of Harkness. Oh. And America Chavez will probably pop up in the House of Harkness show, introducing us to a bunch of new shit that other uh, s- uh, studios can lend to Marvel now that Marvel is a big powerhouse. Very interesting. Very, very I... interesting. Thought we were only choosing from the ones you gave us. So I did too, but don't worry, <laughs> no, Sean Michaels is considering so, that in his final decision. Because so I don't know, is my... House of Darkness coming out in 2022? It I hasn't got a date so. yet. Yeah. It hasn't uh, got a date yet. Okay. Well, Eric, you know what? That was rogue. It's outside the box. <laughs> it's out name. of the box. You're, it's out of the box. You're bending time. Well, Jessica, uh, play by the rules and you might just get rewarded with some sweet chin music. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Draw within the lines. I am a sheep. Um, I think <laughs> I am a sheep. I am a follower. I will do anything oh. that you ask. So a beautiful I was between sheep. It was between oh. Secret Invasion and Miss Marvel for me. But I ultimately am going to lean Miss Marvel because I love all the women in it. But <laughs> but I think Miss Marvel is going to be a big deal, especially because Miss Marvel is setting up um, the Marvels. So I think those being attached to each other. So not only are we getting Miss Marvel, we're getting Carol Danvers and we're getting Tiana Paris's Monica Rambeau. So I think mm. all of those coming together these are women that can just like shoot into space basically and that are fighting things in space so i think secret invasion is very important yes i think that's going to be a big turning point for the mcu because you're dealing with like different people from different planets but i think they are setting up carol danvers and like captain marvel to always be there and to like try to always throw her into things i think they're kind of shoving in there so i think a good way to shove her in there and then if she has to go do other complicated stuff is by putting um monica rambo or the girl from um miss marvel so i think those are going to be big turning points because we also can put miss marvel with young justice or the young avengers sorry with the young avengers or just with all the younger people and then we have monica rambo who's she's still like an agent you know like her mom was a big yeah. head honcho so they're coming from three different three different like uh franchise not franchise three different movies three different backgrounds i think they're gonna each have to tie into the mcu ultimately in a really big picture so i think they are the turning point that's and i stayed within the box uh this rogue theory i was like i'm gonna stay as grounded as possible uh show off yeah i follow the rules give me extra point money please give me more, give me, give me more things, yes i did mention there will be a prize at the end uh all right okay okay all right matt what do you got for us i think first off great question 
Uh, and it's a very hard answer. And I think uh, where I want to go with this, and where the like, I want to start by saying we've the last ten years we've kind. I think we've the Marvel has played it very uh, steady. It's very grounded, as we talked about earlier. Uh, and we built on this universe, and now we're at a point after like Endgame and everything, and even WandaVision, we've accepted there is a a, a universal kind of acceptedness. Uh, mm-hmm. across pe- the fandom of like the weird and and mm-hmm. you know and, and the bizarre so i think from here on out it's gonna get crazy town right like especially after loki and stuff so every single show that you've listed i think will impact the universe in a different way building to a different kind of end goal for example i think moon knight we've, we've it's been confirmed that moon knight is going to be dealing with vampires so i think moon knight is the introduction to vampires and even dracula i think we might even see like that might be like the teaser uh it right. might he might be dealing with a uh i forgot who's playing the bad guy in it, but that might be like in uh, someone serving dracula and that will lead right. into blade and i'll open up the the dark universe right mm-hmm. uh and she hulk i think that's going to be a little more grounded uh, that's going to be uh you know they who control new york kind of a deal um i think it's going to be uh the most grounded of all out of all of these that like I said, kind of talk about what we were talking about before. We'll deal with like Wilson Fisk and dealing with, you know, who controls New York City now. Um, you know, uh, especially after the Avengers are kind of like, you know, everyone's like, what's, uh, oh, hold on one sec. I'm getting my things mixed up. The Avengers, they're still cool, right? Do people still like them? Hold on. <laughs> Can we take this out? I forgot. Yes, the Avengers are still cool because Steve Rogers has a musical. A hit okay, Broadway thank you. Musical. Thank you. I like, yes. I got like a little lost. Uh, I hear you. Same. It's really hard Same. to keep track of. So. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I think She-Hulk is going to be the battle kind of like of New York mm-hmm. because there, no one's really kind of claimed it. It's kind of open battlefield right now for who's mm-hmm. going to have like the low key power for it. Uh, and I think She-Hulk is going to be doing a lot of defending uh, and mm-hmm. might even team up with like, you know, where might even intro like maybe like a Mr. Fantastic or something. So she might Whoa. introduce more New York central heroes. Uh, so that would open up that world. Uh, I think I'm cheating because I'm going down all of them. Uh, I, I agree with Jess about Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel will deal with Captain Marvel, and and she mm-hmm. is the key to the Young Avengers. And I think Miss Marvel's show will also lead into kind of like a, um, you know, uh, there's a young superhero act that that started in comics a few years ago. That was like a whole little thing where like if you're underage, superheroes can't be like do a thing. So I think that might be a storyline that Miss Marvel will be central for, and that's how we're gonna, you know, Kate Bishop and all these other and all these other younger characters will kind of band together to deal with that kind of threat. And I think that she's going to bring in the Inhumans again. I don't think uh, we're done with Inhumans. I think we're going to get those Inhumans again. back in. Inhumans, more Inhumans, more <laughs> X-Men. Uh, yes. I, I think the weakest, I don't think I am Groot. I think that might be a, just like a fun, yeah. silly show. It sounds like yeah. it sounds really cute. You know, I hope it's like the Scotty Young comics because those are great. Uh, I think they'll have the lowest impact. And I do think Secret Invasion might be the big thing that we're all leading up to. Mm. with all these like there's a lot of things at play here secret invasion might be the thing that like kind of throws a wrench into all of the plays yes. uh in all these shows so mm. i kind of cheated by talking about all of them but i do think hey. they're building different things so secret you know, invasion as uh as as degeneration x sean michaels would say if you ain't cheating you ain't trying so uh <laughs> what the fuck? we will accept that answer now let's award a few uh sweet chin musics eric uh you did not obey the rules of the game at all. You, you know. went so rogue that you went beyond the year that we asked the question. So instead of a sweet chin music, I'm just going to give you a Ric Flair chop 
uh, one Ric Flair chop. Uh, uh, that, but that's not worth something. That's not worth nothing. That's true. Uh, Matt, you listed uh, in order of the question each show and listed some very fun plot lines that could go with the show. So I'm going to give you uh, one sweet chin music for that effort. Ah. But Jessica. Yum, 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 yum. Women who could fight on Earth and fly into space. Get me a girl who can do both. You get two sweet chin musics, but the second one is the sweet chin music that Shawn Michaels gave to Ric Flair in his retirement match with tears in his eyes when he went, I'm so sorry, and then he kicked Ric Flair in the face and pinned him. So you get the Ric Flair retirement sweet chin music, which is maybe the most valuable sweet chin music of all. Now, everyone, as you know, on this show, you are responsible for keeping track of your own points. I will not, simply will not keep track of what you have. Uh, but this game is still wide open, guys. We're nowhere near the end. I think we still got another hour and a half left to go here. Uh, Heck yeah. So let me ask you today's rogue question. And in the end, this is the only question that's really going to matter because recency bias is how I live my life. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? Uh, it was reported this week that the upcoming The Batman film from DC will be rated PG-13. Mm. No, but I'm almost 40 and I want the movie to be edgy and dark for me. I want Batman to kill. I want Batman to bone. I don't want any teenagers... Leaving that movie without thinking Batman is raw dogging Catwoman, okay? It's not for them. It's for me, damn it. All right. Anyway, pitch me your ideas on what Batman, Catwoman, and the Riddler, or any other character from the film could have done to get that R rating. Just Colin Farrell as the Penguin is having a big old orgy at the Iceberg yes, Casino. Yes, yes. There's no reason for it. It's He's just, got the little cig- tip cigarette. I mean, I, is I'm it with penguins? I rewatched Batman Returns, and some of the shit that like Dan DeVito says, I'm like, I don't know how that didn't get R-rated. Yeah, but yeah, just yeah. go the extra step. There it is. It Boom. was the early 90s. You know, people weren't as worried about it then. All right. What else you got for me, guys? Well, I think because uh, PG-13 to rated R, a couple of things have to happen. I think PG-13 yeah. movies get one. F- uh, yes, that's true. Yeah. And yep. there's a lot more blood in R-rated movies. Like in yes. a PG-13 movie, you can get punched in the mouth and bleed a little bit, but you can't have yeah. like blood coming out of bullets yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think what needs to happen is Batman and Catwoman have a sex scene where he mm. does eat that kitty cat. Yes. And she scratches him in the middle of it, blood comes out, and he's like, oh, f- that would have gotten them. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> yes. Speaking of which, you should read my fan fiction sometimes. I'd love to. Something What's very similar happens. Tommy? Does he maintain <laughs> his like voice? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I need a bandage. <laughs> Alfred, give me give me a band-aid. <laughs> All right, Jessica, what do you got for me? Um <laughs> those are really good. I like the idea of saying yes. eat the kitty cat from the back. Um so <laughs> Zack um, Snyder I, would approve, apparently. So Zach, yeah, Zack Snyder loves it. Um <laughs> he, Zack Snyder would do his own cut. Where he just put hallelujah behind it by oh with god I hate I'm that afraid scene. by even mentioning yes by even mentioning Zack Snyder like yes. we're all like yeah we're gonna dead. get we're like not, twi- we'll Twitter hate we'll yeah, I, I told them that I don't mind Zack Snyder it's that a yeah. lot of it's we'll talk about it on Twitter you guys can at me um I yeah. think yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly what I want. I think <laughs> um there should be a scene for it to just because I don't uh, thank you woo woo for telling me 
what makes what what needs to be the PG thirteen to rated R because I truly was like, doesn't it just need to be more violent? Um, so I think there should be a scene where Catwoman is like fighting, and then like the Riddler breaks into Catwoman's apartment. She's fighting, and then she sicks her cats on them, and the cats are tearing Ooh. him apart. I want the cats oh, to be yeah. ripping pieces of flesh out. I want these cats to be oh. aggressive. And I know movies like to kill cats. I want the cats, I want it to go backwards. I want the cats to kill the Riddler. Mm. So I want yeah, her I like to be it. like sitting there in her chair and the cats are tearing him apart. And that's the little part that had to be, make it rated R. Wow. I like well, it. Uh, I, I like the role, I like the reversal there. I think that's really good. Uh, unfortunately, the correct answer is that Alfred tells the aristocrats joke. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, that's that's how that goes. No, just kidding. Jessica, <laughs> you get the final sweet chin music for rever- reverse murderous pussycats. Bang! Yay! And I believe that makes you our winner for today. And your major prize is uh, I'll come wash your car sometime in a bikini. Oh, my God. Uh, I need that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Folks. Ladies and gentlemen, our winner today, Jessica Clemens! Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Jessica, of course, as I said before, I will come to your house uh, at the date of your choosing and wash your car in nothing but a bikini and a smile. That is it for this action-packed episode of Rogue Theory. Thank you so much to our guests, Jessica Clemens, Matt Acevedo, and Erica Wusu. You guys were fantastic. It's always a pleasure to work with you guys. Please support our channel by checking out all of our awesome merch over at NewRockStarsMerch.com. If you've got some thoughts on some of our rogue theories, then you can share them on our Discord. If you're over 18, search for the New Rockstars Discord server and join that conversation. You can follow me at New Rocks. Uh, you can follow. No, you can't follow me at New Rockstars. Follow me at Tommy Bechtold. Follow New Rockstars on all social platforms. And be sure to subscribe to our channel here on YouTube. See you next time. Mwah.